Welcome to Hear Something, a conversational podcast between three dingus boys, myself, Josh, and my good pals, Jeremy and Mitch. Good highs, good bits. Good highs, good bits. <laughs> anyway, boys, here's something for you. Uh-huh. Debo is like Guardians. I love it. Debo is like Galaxies. Mm-hmm. Sure. Do you like when uh, Gar? Okay, I'm just gonna stop. You're so uh, James Gunn committed to it. <laughs> James Gunn is back for Guardians Three. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, Jude Man, tell me why he wasn't on Guardians Three to begin with. Uh, Disney. Who? Cool. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, who's Disney? <laughs> I'm not gonna follow you down that trail. Yeah, okay. No, so do he was. Somebody had dug up like one of his first tweets ever. Or, I don't know if that's accurate, but it was a very early tweet from a very long time ago, and he said some yeah like racist things. I never dug into it. Oh, so, just... so here's what happened. You tell uh, me. He made some like like pedophilia jokes and like rape jokes. Yeah. In 2009, which so, like every 2009 comic. Yeah, it's like it's <laughs> they were not tasteful. So I get why okay. people were getting mad. They weren't very funny either. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the pause button right now, Mitch. I want an example of a tasteful pedophilia joke. Go. No, I'm saying they're not tasteful. <laughs> I know they're not tasteful jokes. <laughs> okay. Just in general, that genre of joke is not tasteful. Okay, that <laughs> joke great. in general, not just for pedophile. <laughs> pedophilia. <laughs> yeah, like, that was a risky play. If he would have went for. It. I know. I was waiting for him to take that bait. Good like job. A, he's not a hungry. joke or something. You can find it. Okay, so he's making some some stupid comments on Twitter. Yes. Yes. Uh, and yeah, somebody found him. I guess fucking got fired. So that's cool. Fucking <laughs> Twitter detectives. Um, this is why I'm glad I'm both antisocial and didn't grow up in the age of Twitter. Yeah, yeah. for real. It's like it was like they were nine years ago, and I think it was only like two. Was it only two, Mitch? That were like the big. It was, ones? There were there were quite a few, but at the same okay. time, it's like it wasn't like like if he was tweeting that like every five minutes, he had a timer sending off these fucking <laughs> shitty jokes. <laughs> now, shitty joke and, bot. And they were like, "All right, James, you gotta stop." And he was like, "No, I can't. I can't but stop. He, They're too I'm funny. A, I'm addicted to the to laughs." Like, he apologized. He said, "Like he's you know he's grown as a person in the fucking eleven years <laughs> since then." Yeah. He wasn't going to go back and delete those jokes to try to, like... Appease try, the SJW uh, gods? Yeah, sure, yeah. This is why we uh, need time machines. Yeah. Again, shitty jokes. Really bad jokes. I don't think... <laughs> like, I don't think they should have been dug up. He knows they're shitty jokes. Yeah, that's why they stayed buried. It's not like he put them on a Greatest Hits album or anything. Yeah, it's not like he retweeted it from his Twitter <laughs> memories. Like, LMAO, remember this? <laughs> Throwback Thursday. Here's one of my <laughs> old but goals. Time <laughs> Retweet for premiere to uh, Guardians <laughs> two tickets. Man, I yeah, I thought they would bring him back. It, it surprised me that it took this long. Um, yeah, they kind of waited for the fervor to die down and then decided to bring him back. But yeah, I, I, guess I think so. they were having trouble finding a director that the actors would work with. Yeah, yeah, but he was so was... instrumental into the whole film. Like, right? I mean, those two films have that same uniform tone because that's his tone that he injected into those yeah. movies. It was like Gun of the Ga- of the Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh he's he's married to Jenna Fisher. I don't know. Really? No, wait, no, wait. They got divorced in two thousand eight. So that's uh, why he went to that dark place. Yeah, uh, he, he, went to he his was dark married place. to Jenna Fisher. He lost Pam, and then he just couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> oh, that's that's Pam. Yeah, from uh, Parks and Rec. No, uh, from the Yep. No. You're, you're batting a thousand. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> 
Um, so have you seen any of this guy's other movies? James Gunn? No. What's his other movies? Uh, he's I done Super. Super had Rain Wilson and uh, oh, Ellen Page. I love that movie. Yes. Very good. He did Slither, which is one of my favorite horror comedies of all time. Um, but like, so it's it's been known he has like sh- <laughs> shitty sense of humor. Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't think you could judge a person by like their sense of humor because people often use like humor to deal with terrible situations. Yeah. So yeah. I don't find like a joke about a terrible situation as a reflection on that person. As it's more of like a coping mechanism. Yeah. That's why a lot of comics are very funny because they went through some very traumatizing crap when they were younger, and that's how they mm-hmm. got through it. Well, and I don't know what James Gunn's background is, but I'm saying jokes in a larger sense is just not a condemnation of a person. I think the shittiest argument, too, is that um, he's not a comedian, and comedians are supposed to go to controversial places, and nobody else is like, <laughs> oh, nobody else is cool if they do that. Like, just fuck, man. People he make jokes. To comedian card, yeah. People make jokes. I mean, people make shit. jokes. Um, people make jokes. You heard it here first. People make jokes. It, breaking news. <laughs> Sometimes they're really shitty jokes. You've told yeah. a shitty joke. You, the listener at home, has told a really shitty joke. Oh, I thought you were talking to me, and I was like, yeah. Definitely. You, oh, you, Jeremy, <laughs> no, you specifically Jeremiah. At home. Jeremy, Jeremiah. Jerry, Jeremiah has Jeremy told a shitty joke before. He did the uh, live-action like, Scooby-Doo movies, too. I was going to say, uh, not like we have hours and hours of evidence of that. <laughs> <laughs> Burn. Yeah. No, but I thought Super was an amazing movie. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't really know. I didn't know that he did it. Um, the other thing is... I, I, think, like Rain, I like Rain Wilson, not enough to watch a movie helmed by him. It's pretty good, Gene, oh, man. Yeah. It's pretty good. I don't have to watch it. You should watch it. No, you have to. Um, I can't, knowing that James Gunn tweeted out those things. <laughs> I have to erase my memory of James Gunn. Yeah. Done. <laughs> that's what that's what Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is. They go back in time. It's the Men in Black tweets. crossover. <laughs> have you heard what our current president has said? He's not fired yet. He can't oh, fire Get topic co. <laughs> get no, with think, the current events i think making jokes about uh like tough to deal with topics is sometimes good for society so i don't know yeah right i mean That's... he it's not like all right somebody goes on twitter and posts like a 150 character sentence about some terrible situation they're not belittling that situation they're certainly not detracting from the gravity of it at all no. mm-hmm. but i mean maybe that helps somebody i don't know yeah. Also, it's definitely uh, not hurting anybody. There are literal white supremacists on Twitter, so if you just in the whole of the website, right? For sure, not the worst. <laughs> for sure, not the worst. That's yeah. just what happens when you get too big. You get a big target painted on your back because people hate seeing other people succeed. Yeah. Also, yeah. I think he, I think he apologized like the year after he tweeted those. Like, yeah, those were shitty jokes. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm trying to be a better person. And now, 11 years later, somebody, I don't know, man. It's wild. Did he it's delete them? Thing. Did he no. delete them and someone well, went back? No, he left them. He, he left, left them. them. Okay. okay. He straight up was like, yeah, I used to be a, I used to have like a really shitty offensive sense of humor, but I've grown as a person in 11 yeah. years. The 11 years. That I was going to say, who didn't when they were younger, honestly? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, it, to me, this is a whole he he without sin throw the first stone situation because I guarantee the people who brought that shit up, like I mean, they were everybody was a shitty teenager at one point. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we've all said shit we're not proud of, and then we've grown as people. Yeah, I think. I mean, I mispronounce uh, Fuzami's name or whatever for like 
three hours. So. God, you're the worst. <laughs> All right, you're off Guardians 3. Yeah. You're fired. You're like, fired, <laughs> fired from Year Something 3. <laughs> <laughs> James Gunn, um, come on the podcast and let us be in your movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. I'll, set, I'll set say me. one more thing. I feel like I feel like the whole like radical social justice on the internet started as like everybody has been shitty, everybody needs to try to be better, but it sort of turned into pointing out other people's flaws and trying yeah. to <laughs> trying it's to say how perfect you are instead of We've just kind of moved away as a society from a society like a community in general that instead of lifting each other up or just tra- constantly trying to tear each other down. Mm-hmm. And that's what really bums me out about this shit. Yeah. yeah. And, and like again, this... I don't know James Gunn personally. I'm, maybe he's up to some nefarious shit, but I'm like, <laughs> we're on, just, to but on the surface level of Twitter, this conversation, right? I don't think you should condemn the man for that. Something on fucking Twitter. Yeah. Like nine years ago that he already realized he shouldn't have said. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have a problem in society with just like this weird public punishment of like just overreacting about shit and just be like, oh, you are what do they call it? Guilt for uh, life. public opinion or something? Yeah. That's so weird to me. I I never understood the it. Inter- the internet has opened up like a huge place for public ridicule, which I it's like fucking like yeah, some people yeah, but it's terrifying that yeah, it's like medieval at the same time. Like yeah. it's just like this weird yeah. thing where you're just outcasted forever. Like we right excommunicate you from everything. <laughs> Put you're putting fucking shackles for two weeks and have <laughs> stones thrown at you. Yeah, it's such. So I mean, like so, JB says racist shit all the time, but we know he's not racist. <laughs> Like, uh, I just wish he would stop saying those things in church sometimes, but man. I know he's a good person deep down. <laughs> so not yeah. only will I not cut that out the podcast, JB, it's the intro now. It's the cold um, open. It's the cold open. So Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy is actually my favorite Marvel uh, thing. Uh, Me too. So I'm super excited about this <laughs> coming back. Um, <laughs> I like the second one. I like the first one. A lot of people shit on the second one, but I still liked it. Um, yeah. Why did why, we? Whoa, this is news to me. A lot of people said it wasn't as good as the first one. I think I'll say it recycled a lot of themes, but I'm, that's kind of the, the that was kind of the point. I feel like yeah. All I'm saying is when that song was it Chains or whatever came on, I knocked over the three front rows in front of me in the theater with my boner. So it just fucking mm. God mode out of my pants. It was amazing. Like to the wind blow. <laughs> with with <laughs> Marvel so movies, good. I've I've never thought they were great. They're good movies. They're not great movies. They're spectacles, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're spectacles. Yeah. I feel like it's like <laughs> I feel like they're held up to a very, very, very high standard right now. Well, it's like reading a comic book versus a novel. Like you know, like sure. Yeah, that's how I think. sure thing. Yeah, that's kind of why I go to movies. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I mean, even Thor Ragnarok like basically stole <laughs> the Guardians tone, of the Galaxy. Right? Yeah, <laughs> and like it was a huge hit. Um, right well, down to like the 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 retro inspired like title, mm-hmm. title font. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I know we're seeing it in like um like the Star Wars films, which I know people are not jazzed about seeing that sort of tone in the Star no. Wars movies. Yeah, hmm. I don't know if it fits in a Star Wars universe. I don't know. I have a lot to say about that, but we sh- we shouldn't get into that now. Mm, I just add as a topic. No, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> Star Wars, Wars was never are... that good to begin with. People yep, just they're not... like the Bible. Yep, 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 yep. Oh my I agree. God. I was going to no. say the same thing. <laughs> all right, moving on. So right. here's something, boys. Yeah, tell yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say they're good. They're not the greatest fucking piece of science it's fiction It's the same ever. thing. It's like spectacle. 
They're right, fun. Yeah. They're it, fun. They're not was, good. Dude, they were fun. campy as hell. Yes. Oh, yeah, but that was the whole point. I mean, okay. but let's, let's. Right, but people... Okay, anyway, moving on. So, Respawn <laughs> has finally released details about the Battle Pass. That we oh, good. About. The Paddle Pass. <sighs> God damn. I gotta stick with it, because it was funny last time. So. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. No, I'm gonna let you sit in it now. <laughs> you know, that, was the, that was the most... That was the most devastating sigh I've ever heard from you. It <laughs> was a good one. Good I'm sorry. Omega knows we love him. We really need to stop beating on him, though, because okay. he's going to start taking it seriously at some point. You beat um, up on him, I beat up on you, and no one beats up on me because I'm the best one. Beat me up, Scotty. Beating on you would be like trying to backhand a rabbit. You just don't do it. It's too cute. <laughs> All right, so... Um, we touched upon this a little bit last week, especially because there were some character leaks about Octane and stuff Octane. like that. Well, Octane has been supposedly confirmed yeah, by one yeah. of the developers on Reddit when there was a, a piece of key art that went out with Octane on it. Mm-hmm. And he uh, their reference to the situation was just called as an unintentional update. It's a teaser, you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they know. You they don't know. accidentally <laughs> do that. It's out there. Whoopsie. And, um, the cost of the battle pass will be $10. I think that's for a three-month period. Because it's oh, a three-month three season? I thought it was one I think month so. when I looked it up last time. But yeah. yeah it might be. I'm maybe. I didn't get super deep into it. because Three again, months makes a lot still... more sense. Because I wouldn't pay $10 a month. That's like what I pay for Netflix. No, no. It's a battle pass thing. Because really what the battle pass is, it's a bunch of achievements that you work your way towards. And you get little bonuses and stuff like that. Oh. And I want to say it costs like 950 Apex coins. So you have mm. to buy it from their in-store currency. Which is okay. 10 bucks. Okay. And uh, unlike early reports, Octane is not locked up in the battle pass. You oh, do really? not have to own the battle pass in order to unlock them. That's nope. very that's good. I was like, afraid they were going to go full EA. I told you to have some faith. Have some faith in our fans. I've lost all faith in the video. Game. And, uh, things industry. you can expect to win from the battle pass is uh, unlocking new battle pass tiers with a mix of exclusive seasonal cosmetics and apex packs. So oh, that's cool. cool. So like, like you'll get, get some un- skins. You just get to unlock separate things by doing separate achievements from the the, the other people in the game. Right. right. If you want to think of it this way, it's kind of like those seasonal skins in Overwatch. Like, if you don't unlock them during, like, whatever festivities they're having, you don't get them until yeah. maybe next year. Okay. That's cool. I like that. That's cool. It, it's fair. Yeah. I mean, for the people who want to who want to support the devs, I find this is a very great middle ground. Yeah. For a free-to-play game, especially. I was worried about a, co- a character being behind it, because then what if that character mm-hmm. is super strong? This kind of fucks up the whole ecosystem, so... Well, I, I know we talked about loot boxes a couple episodes ago, and I think this sort of is a is a loophole around it. Like, you know what you're getting if you yeah. if if you care about cosmetics and if you care about the the packs or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead, spend the ten bucks. See if I yeah. give a fuck. Mitch to me, it's it's pretty cool because it gives you something to strive for other than just coming in first place. Yeah, yeah. Which which I think a game like this desperately needs. Now, in order to maintain an audience, it does depend what these achievements are. Because they're, they're like, what's 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 a weapon on there? Um, I'm sure it's like, um, don't say Mozambique, goddamn it, Peacekeeper. Mozambique. I'm sure it's just like get five kills with Peacekeeper or something it's like, like a, that. Yeah, like that kind of sucks because that forces you to play a certain style. I've always, I don't know, I've never been a fan of stuff like that. But I mean, that's kind of been achievements since their inception, right? It's just yeah, kind of so. you know, and it's not force you; it's rewarding you for playing a different way. What if it was just, like, get, like, 50 kills, or get, like... I know 50's a lot. I'm sure there would be that, too. Okay, that wouldn't be that bad. Hey, no. Josh. Hey. 
do you want to talk about how we completely fell off of Apex and started playing Overwatch right after we were hyping up Apex and talking shit <laughs> about Overwatch? And talking shit about Overwatch, I know. <laughs> Surpri- that didn't happen. Boy, surprise Okay, me. cool. We'll edit it no, out of reality. I defended, I defended myself when you brought this up the other night. We never said that we would never play Overwatch again. We just said a new character is not what enticed us to want to play the game again. Okay, uh, fair yeah, 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 I did say that, yeah. And we did defend the game as being a very high-quality game, being near-perfect in year one, so... So, You, you guys forget... <laughs> you guys totally forgot the mission statement of the podcast, is that we are always right. Yeah, you're right. The customer is always right, and we're the only customers. Right. I'd like, I'd like the spaghetti, please. <laughs> oh, man. We take our listener feedback um, as a very important thing, but we can't hear it while we're talking, so... Yeah. Yeah. Also, that. we have no avenue for <laughs> listener <laughs> feedback. <so. laughs> I suppose we should put our email out there, email address have, out there at some point. We have Twitter. We need to put a LinkedIn. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> we need a LinkedIn. We need we a need Tinder a profile. <laughs> we're all, we're... <laughs> Swipe right if we're okay. You, you said that as a joke. We're definitely making a Tinder profile podcast now. <laughs> and I've signed us up at monster.com. That's the only way to give us feedback. Please swipe right. Please, please swipe, swipe right. Please. We're in every major metropolitan area, including Nigeria now for some reason. We swipe right on everyone. I don't know. This this whole move is just, man, like Respawn seems to be just checking off all the boxes. It's a oh, company yeah. that's, I, I have hope for them now because even though they're owned by EA, they seem to be doing the, the things they want to do that they know is right by their customers. Yeah. And sometimes not even customers. I'm sure there's people who've been playing that game for like hours and hours and still haven't sunk a dime into it. I'm excited for the battle pass because it'll give me something more to strive for other than just first place. Yeah, like I've said before, like I, I, I don't care about like skins. I don't. I just, I just don't. If other people do, that's great. I'm one of those people that are like, if, if I, I don't know, should just give the give the whole I mean, thing in the when game. You, when you I'm with you. I mean, you're in first person. When you get a skin that looks cool, you don't go, "Hey, I'll change to that." You like, you care that little? I just, it just doesn't. It doesn't matter. Hmm. <laughs> it, it, does, that's it interesting. Especially next, like a first Next time person. you change skin, I'm calling you out on it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, like in Destiny, I could, like the shaders were my shit. In a game like this, like, oh, it's, yeah. I, I just don't, I have a pink robot. That's the only skin I care about. You should see me in, in Ghost Recon Wildlands. I play yeah. dress up for like three hours a day. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, like customization is, is a whole different thing, but like. Yeah. Uh, I got I got my pink Pathfinder skin in Apex, and I was like, "That's it! I won the game." You I don't done. care about <laughs> I don't care well, about any other. To be fair, they're Apex. like their color re- color swap palettes and, and stuff like that are pretty trash. Not great. I will say that eh, it's okay, but yes. Also, and I don't find I don't find their exotic skins go like wild enough. Pathfinder's legendary skin or exotic skins absolutely garbage. Oh, garbage. I, they made just, them thick. That's it. I thought that Twitch Prime one was okay. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of carbon fiber, but I liked what they did. <laughs> I, I like uh, I fucking I like... hate carbon fiber. <laughs> I, like, I like bloodhounds a lot. I um, really do. Like, I cannot stand the look of carbon fiber because every really? time I see it, I just remember like the early 2000s, like fucking tuner car. Yeah, trend of everybody putting <laughs> yeah. carbon fiber everything. Yeah, Need for speed underground, you put it all over your. Car. Yes. Oh yeah. my god! I was like, no, get that shit <laughs> off of it, please. Anyway. All right, so speaking of free-to-play shooters, I hear Fortnite is being blamed for things. Uh, yeah, boys, here's something. <laughs> yeah. 
Are you ready, Omega? You need to. Yeah, sorry. Okay, cool. Uh, do you want me to hit with that, with that seamless segue again? Okay. <laughs> Speaking of free to play shooters, my dudes, I hear Fortnite. All right, boys, here's something. Of... All right, boys. <laughs> um, boys. So, so the, the, the title of this article, first of all, cracks me up. It's popular, quote unquote, Fortnite video game. Contributing. To <laughs> oh no! I gotta look at this article. <laughs> I can see. I can see the reporter holding up a copy of it. If that is your real name, yeah. I wish popular, you would have quoted "popular." That would have been funnier. Popular Fortnite video game contributing to hundreds of divorces around the world. Comma experts say. Whoa. <laughs> Who are these? Experts? I'm gonna go out on a limb as being an. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm an. I'm an expert, non-expert. If your marriage hinged on the video game, it might not have been that solid. Okay. First of all, yes. I also want to know who's experts. Who's experts? I am, they just asked me, and I told them yes. So I'm Bill Bradley, video game marriage expert, <laughs> here to answer any questions you may have. I mean, I, yeah, I, I know we could go into the state of marriage and say that people go into it without much basis, but I think it would be funnier to, <laughs> Hell to goof yeah. on them, to goof on these people. Get the good goofs out the way. There's a quote in here that says, when you get married, that's when the honeymoon is over and the work of the marriage begins. But no, I that's the when the honeymoon, the honeymoon was when the honeymoon was over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's when you return <laughs> no, home. When your husband starts playing Fortnite, that's when it's over. <laughs> that's to be fair, I would divorce my husband if he started playing Fortnite too. That game is trash. If you like it, I'm sorry. What does your wife think about your husband? Are you fucking flossing? Get the pack your shit. And get the fuck out, Bob. <laughs> I firmly believe if that game wouldn't have launched free to play, like it would have not been a blip on anybody's radar. No, the, the no. shooting's too floaty. Or remember they announced it as a. <laughs> They announced it as a co-op a zombie survival. survival. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was so excited for it, and then it. <laughs> yeah, and you remember when they announced that eight mm-hmm. years ago? Yeah, it was so yeah. long ago. Was it still under Epic when they announced it, or did they uh, yeah. did Epic buy it? Oh, I think man. so. What the roller coaster? Eh? Yeah, it's quite the roller coaster. <laughs> I was super pumped for it. I was like, "This is my fucking game." And then yeah. They, then they fucked me, and then we got divorced. And then they, and then they fucked Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now now I see the correlation of why mm. it's, it's causing just, divorces. Is it time spent? type of shit tell me what you see i'm just joking that game's not trash i mean if that many people are playing it's obviously got something to it but I just, it's, it's just not for me it's, it's an accessible like light-hearted shooter yeah i get why yeah. people play it i'm not into it i get why people play it but blaming a video game for like somebody obviously this is uh going down the path of video game addiction it's not fucking fortnite's yeah. fault i feel yeah. like it's i feel like it's a trope of like it's me or the video game too it's like life imitating art. Like, go to a go to a therapist. No one's gonna say like, we need, honey, we need to see like couples therapy. I can't, babe. I gotta finish these two hundred matches on fucking Fortnite. I'm almost number one. Get the fuck out, like Bradley. Your boss called. He said if you don't show up today, you're fired. Like, I feel like it's 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 not the game. It's non communication. That's how that's happening. Leave me the fuck alone. Right. It's somebody who's so enthralled with escapism that he just doesn't feel like or he or she. This is an inclusive pot. We'll, we'll blame they. both sides. Or they. Or 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 me. Wait. Yes. Um, or, so, <laughs> okay, or, go ahead. Or us. <laughs> I think I feel like we've lost the thread, but that's okay. <laughs> that's so this is crazy to me. Because, like, I love video games. But, like, that's a... Why don't you marry him? Oh, I, oh well, I'd probably get divorced. But, um, <laughs> but, but, like, I can only play video games so much before I just, like, tire of them for, like, a week, and then I need to yeah. recharge. Yeah, you get, like, fatigue, right? Yeah. So I don't understand it. That's, that's a thing, pretty man. common thing with people our age, because I think it's because we've been playing video games for so many years, as opposed to just, like, in one sitting, like Maybe most so. younger people can do, that, that so. don't have as many responsibilities. Well, even back then. 
when I was younger and had all the time in the world, I would I would play like Team Fortress Two for for fucking sixteen hours in a row. On a weekend, I wouldn't get off my computer unless I was sleeping for the four hours just to get back really? up and play computer right. games. Yeah, like um like video game addiction is for for sure a thing, and pe- some people have the time to indulge it. I don't know. I just feel yeah. like I lost. I don't know. I just feel like I lost the day, and I have to go yeah. do something else. Right, and you feel shitty, but some right, people, you some have people... responsibilities now. You feel like you're you're shorting something. Or even when I was young, I don't know. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Some people, despite feeling shitty after that, still keep doing it. Yeah, <laughs> like that's I guess the addiction part of it. <laughs> well, I don't have to think about how shitty it was if I just keep playing. <laughs> like just hop on Fortnite like, remember, one more time. We used, we used to play Call of Duty a lot, but like we wouldn't. Yes, yeah, so you're to blame for me getting into PC games a lot every day. We would kind of mm-hmm. we would kind of binge it for like a couple of days, and then. I don't know. I'd have to do other shit. You know, I think fondly and yearn back to those times. Yeah, no, it was good. But I'm saying, like, I couldn't do that every day. Like, it just no. wasn't plausible. Like, I would. I it's would not healthy. Like shit. Yeah. And like, I know I'm not like, the most active person in the world, but still, like, I just, you know, I gotta do shit. I just, I don't know. This is... I mean, yeah, you are still putting. If you're going to that extreme limit, you're still putting your life on hold. I guess it's just an addiction. Like how, like, I mean, I, you know. You're addicted to something, you just always want to do it, because it just makes you feel good, feel good, feel good, feel good. So, maybe that's what it is. I guess. So, maybe that's, that's why, why I can't stop having sex with butts. That's why I don't understand it. So, the, uh, uh, your butts. The, sort of, the sort of message that, I, that I'm uh, constructing from this is, get your spouse into video games, so you can play together. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that can become No, because if they're fucking horrible. trash, you're just going to fight. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, the fights I've had over League JB, of Legends. You sound like you're you're oh. speaking from experience. Care to elaborate? That is the worst <laughs> relationship argument to get into is about a League of Legends game. Uh, no, what happened? It's uh, terrible on two levels. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, like if you ever get blamed by your SO for losing a League of Legends game, that is horrible. <laughs> your ship officer. Oh my god! No, you're you're significant either. But it's just like it's just a horrible argument because like there's no winner like it's just someone shitting on you for the next like couple of hours. <laughs> and you have to you have to sleep in the same bed yeah, together. They're in the over something room that doesn't you. matter ultimately. Yes, and it's just like oh my god, like I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just it's not an argument where you can come to a compromise or anything because it's just someone shitting on you. <laughs> like, what nice. do you do? You can say you're sorry about a billion times, but that's it. You develop a kink for getting shit upon. Yes. That's, that explains it. Um, but <laughs> you, you fucking loser, you whiffed that match. Uh-huh, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why they're getting divorced. <laughs> they play on the same team, and Bob, Bob Bob's aim. He has the alcohol shakes, and so his aim is just shit. And Deborah's like, Bob, what the fuck? You fucking died again. I tell you to watch our left flank. Oh, that's what it I'm is. Gonna, I'm gonna go. Pl- I'm gonna go play with Elite Snipes 420. <laughs> He's part of a new clan. He's you haven't heard about clan. them yet. Yeah, he invited then... me to a clan, and I think I'm gonna join. You have to move out. Then she cheats on Bob with Elite Snipes. Uh, you have to snort a, a line of Adderall on Skype <laughs> in front of them in order to prove you're worthy. <laughs> Off my butt. They, ma- they make you take ayahuasca so you can really improve your aim. You know. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, uh, Jeremy, you have a third <laughs> eye that has yet to be opened. Oh. We've got a Google for you after the show. It's my butthole. Here's something podcast is not endorsing the use of ayahuasca or other psychedelic drugs. <laughs> have you yet, have you played Fortnite just, on DMT? <laughs> just Mitchell is, because they're fucking tight. <laughs> have, you, <laughs> have you ever played Fortnite on DMX? <laughs> <laughs> Force gonna give it to you. 
I don't know. I have an issue with this whole topic, though. Honestly, I cannot stand when the media points to the popular thing and blames like rudimentary like mental or health issues for yeah. shit across the board because it's just pandering for clicks. That's all this fucking is. It's well, like I they do blame know it was for violence. This um this the psychologist that's in this article. You know, she went to this journalism site and she said, "I have an article for you to write." It wasn't them yeah. seeking it out. It wasn't something that was a huge problem. So, like enough so that it was drawing attention. Yeah. Somebody, somebody was like, "Hey, hey, come here. Can we dox?" But like you said, like like JB said, with with senators blaming violence on video games, it's just anytime there's something new that people don't quite understand because they're not in that age group or something yeah. like that, it's so fucking easy to point the finger and make a correlation. Yeah, I've spent For half them. my life shooting people on the computer. I've never shot anyone in real life. It's like if you if you breathe oxygen, you're a hundred percent likely to die. Peek, peek behind the curtain. I had to uh, edit in JB saying on the computer after that first sentence he said well, on the personal would, computer. On my personal computer. Why? What did I say? <laughs> I spent my whole life shooting people. On the <laughs> <computer>. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Doctor Donna Rockwell. You don't rock so well. Oh, uh, yeah, are we doxing her? Fuck you, yeah, Donna Rockwell. Fuck you. Hello, hello, NSA agents. <laughs> I'm omitting... So, ha- I'm o- so happy you've started listening. <laughs> I'm omitting her her doctor title, because fuck you, Donna. Donnie. Hey, hey, Dr. Madonna. Donna Rockwell, come on the podcast. Come on the podcast, we can fucking shit all over you. <laughs> so we can make JB say questionable yeah. things. Take the pressure off me, please. Thank you. <laughs> Never. It's my kink to put the pressure. <laughs> all right. Also, yep, let's not talk about that yeah. one. Anyway. Moving on. The name of this website, click on Detroit. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, click on it. See what happens. I've done many things on Detroit. Click on is not one of them. <laughs> Cling on Detroit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry if we've uh, stranded you, JB. But right, speaking no. of stranding things. Yes. Are we doing this one next? Oh, man, I'm on a roll. Yeah. Um, hey. Why wouldn't we? Boys, my best friends. Hi. The whole wide world. Here's... I'm here. Can... Hey, can I give you something? Yeah. Here's you something. Can give me everything. Here's something. <laughs> um, so I wanted to talk about Death Stranding. One because I, I, I would love to talk about Death Stranding. Okay, you go first. No, it's your topic. <laughs> hold on, okay. hold on. I'm googling Death Stranding because I don't know what it is. Okay, let's wait. Don't no, do it. No, you, don't you're wait. Get taken to the dark web. Don't wait. Um, put video. Oh. Put video game behind that. Oh. So anyway, it's the new Hideo Kojima game. Uh, I'm very you say excited. His fucking name right and with reverence. Hideo Kojima. Kojima. Hideo Kojima. <laughs> is it no? Is it no? Hideo Kojima. <laughs> Thank you. I can never get the pronunciation right. Um, so Death Stranding is a game that I'm very excited about. Uh, I think it's the first game in in Kojima's uh, self-started studio, right? Yeah. Self-started studio. Yeah, self-started since uh, studio. since I it's you a, you gonna keep doing vocal warm ups? Yeah, it's a, it's a Walking okay, cool. Dead spinoff, correct? <laughs> yep. Right, with uh, starring uh, Roman Ditas. Roman Ditas, Mad Ditas, Adidas. <laughs> it's his first game since everything ties with Konami. Yes. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, but basically, all that the, that's been released is like very vague uh, cinematics, very vague teasers. Um, yes. As Kojima do. As is, Kojima do. Is that really what he, he do. normally does? Because I remember watching these trailers and everyone's all pumped on him. And I was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> yeah. So this is Everybody's more... pumped on him because they know Kojima's history for like fucking with uh, audiences' expectations and stuff yeah. like that. Like um, when Metal Gear Solid 2 came out, 
Yes. People were super fucking pumped. And then once it came out, people were super fucking pissed that you play as most of the game is riding and not snake. Even though like during some of the promotional trailers and stuff like that, they actually replaced Raiden's character model with snakes for some parts later in the game. Uh, <laughs> yes. And nobody fucking knew until review copies went out. So is he the lead uh, on these games? Like Metal Gear, the whole Metal Gear franchise? Yes, he was the creator. I believe Minus the, the last one. Metal Gear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think uh, he was a Silent Hill PT as well, right? Really? Yes, PT, yes. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah, and PT. Well, he was uh, well collaborating with Guillermo del Toro on that one. Yeah, which he's also doing as well with Death as Stranding. Reedus. Hmm, right. Yeah. I kind of feel like that that whole collaboration has just kind of shifted focus. It's still yeah. there, but they're not on Silent Hills, obviously, um, anymore. So, wanted to, oh, so what I wanted to talk about, the reason I brought up Death Stranding and PT in particular, is uh, I, w- I want to know how you boys feel about this sort of like vague and secretive and very teaser-centric promotions, promotional tactic. Um, what you think about it? I'll let you go first, JB. Oh shit. Um. So I mean, I think it's cool up to a. Certain... JB, can I interrupt you? Because I'd like to go uh, first. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, dude. Yeah. No, soapbox. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. So I think it's cool at the beginning of the announcement to like you know get 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 those nips hard. Um. Yeah. And and you know get people excited about it, but but towards the end, like it's good to see actual gameplay. I don't know if they're gonna do that because I don't even I don't even know what this game's about, or it does. It seems like no one does um so like or if he does that in the past i don't know but it would be cool to see buddy, actual gameplay towards the end buddy let's be very honest with each other it's going to be a third person <laughs> action rpg Are like you sure? kojima do like Are you kojima sure? do i wouldn't say rpg but what it'll if be it's a third like person action type game a role-playing pet um pet simulator pet nintendogs yes. nintendogs yes. 4 we've done it you have to take care you of the fine crack the code. You have to take care of the He partnered maid. with Sony to throw everybody off the scent. He's making Nintendo Dogs 4. We've got Golden Retriever <laughs> mixed breeds now. We got yeah, we got Schnoodles. We got Schnoodles. We got Golden we got Doodles. Gold, golden Poos. Yeah. <laughs> Chocolate Hound. Okay. So he has a very, very long history of doing this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And uh even MGS five, he started marketing as um MGS. I can't remember. The, it, just Phantom Pain. Mm. And was saying it was from a different studio called Moby Dick Studios. And they would just show like the promo with the giant flaming whale and stuff like that. Well, eventually people piece together that that, that was actually from Metal Gear Solid Five, mm-hmm. subtitled Phantom Pain. Oh. But I mean, he just loves messing around with like uh, pre-release buzz and stuff like that. So eventually, yes, he will show he will show gameplay footage and stuff like that. But yeah. this is. This is part of the Kojima experience with video games. This is just like yeah. a nice ride up until the game. Now, to answer your larger question, I fucking love this because we don't we just don't get good surprises in video games anymore due yeah. to the nature of like the internet and leaks and stuff like that. Yeah. I just it's nice to actually be surprised by something. Well, again. also I feel like he has the pedigree to, to that allows him to do this, whereas some places can't. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, whatever he releases, whether people like the gameplay in it or not, it'll be supremely high quality because he doesn't release low quality shit. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, going back to leaks, I think I think especially it's it's respectable that Kojima is, is so hell bent on keeping his games under wraps until you play them. Um, is like most most leaks are intentional. They're very yeah, tactical. I was about to say. Companies. Let's be honest about this. This leaks are intentional. Yeah. And yeah. so instead of that, um, Kojima and and his sort of partner studios instead try to build this mysticism by choosing what to release. They carefully craft these trailers and cinematics and, and build this sort of like mythical 
aura around their their projects that when you do get into the game it like the tone is already there it's been there for you feel like you're being led into a secret finally you know what i mean See, I feel the complete and, opposite as you guys. I, I kind of look at these and I go, mm, I don't care about it. <laughs> that's okay. I mean, you could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay for you to be wrong like <laughs> you are right now. <laughs> no, I will say this, though, to, um, to that point is, is just kudos to him. But also, can you imagine how fucking stressful it must be to be on that team? Oh, my God. I can't. Yeah, I can't imagine. Like, knowing, just knowing and not being able to say anything. But you must yeah. feel like such a fucking rock star, though, at the same time. I would walk around with a boner 24-7. Yeah. I would write the secrets on my boner and keep it in my pants at all times. Just telling my pet, just telling my pets all the secrets and hoping they don't learn to talk. Anyway, and then finally on release day, just, just whip my dick out at the urinal in front of everybody. Not even at the urinal, like at the sink in the bathroom the so everybody sink. could see it. And it just says Death Stranding is Metal Gear Solid 6. Oh, on the side of my good. winger. So, so did he so create his own studio for this? Like, is it just completely yes. independent? No, well, and I'm sure there are some there are some key um, some key characters from other studios that he's worked with. Yeah, but this but it's still his own creation. Part, he's not he's not under somebody. I mean, he may have a publisher. I guess it end, is but... it is Kojima Studios. Nice. So, why do you think he broke away from Konami? They well, they were. Jimin, you may be able to articulate this better than me. Go ahead. All right. Uh, Konami is a very ex- like extremely old school Japanese. Like, how do I put this? They have very <laughs> outdated sensibilities. Okay. And he was, like, very famous for going over budget and yeah. just taking too long with his video games for their yeah. taste, even though those games would sell, like, r- uh, remarkably well. He, he was quantity. Uh, sure, uh, make their money back. Yeah. Right. Eventually, like, him and the higher-ups were just getting in so many disagreements that they just kind of separated ties in a very nasty way to the point where they started taking his name off of MGS5 as much as they could before release. <laughs> that's fucked up. So I'm sure you heard like about... That's how fucking petty they were about I'm it. I'm sure you heard about how shitty the next Metal Gear thing was, right? The survival. Metal Gear oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're not, yeah, no, we're not survival. even... No, we're, let's not even acknowledge that. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, so after that, he had to basically go into hiding because he was still technically under their employ or contract or some weird shit oh, to where he, he couldn't even go to the Games Awards. Yeah. Whenever MGS5 was up for all sorts of nominations and stuff, he couldn't represent the game Jeez. he had been working for for the Why? last like five fucking years. Why are we so shitty to each other? It's crazy. Okay, go Not ahead. Not us. It's fucking well, Konami. I meant like humans. <laughs> no, Konami. We're, we're pretty good to they each represent other. represent all of us. those evil now. <laughs> we're outliers. Um, Man, that's fucking crazy. So, I mean, it's cool that he has got his own thing. He, he can take his own time. Yeah. The only thing I worry well, about. He started his own studio and Sony, like, Sony picked up the publishing, right? So they're okay. partnering with him and they're, they're uh, funding this. Oh, Which well, the, re- the, reason, the reason Metal Gear Survive failed so hard is because they they market, they market took the rights to, to Metal Gear, to the Metal Gear Solid franchise. And so people, it was teased and people were immediately thinking of the Kojima games, <laughs> the Metal yeah. Gear Kojima games. Also, um, the game was right. complete shit. So. Yeah. yeah, other than like an intro cutscene, the game really had nothing to do with the Metal Gear yeah. franchise. The they, it, it used the Fox engine, shit. which is why they did it. They wanted to get, they wanted to squeeze more out of that lemon. They milked it. Kojima spent like millions of their dollar, uh, Konami, Konami's money, um, developing a Fox engine, which ran remarkably well and looked incredible on like the PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah. And they just wanted to get another game out of it. Like they yeah. could have released another game similar to Metal Gear Solid, just with a different storyline. It would have been amazing, but then I think... they just did this <laughs> bullshit. Side note, you know somebody recently did that? Oh, really? I would say it was Square Enix uh, published a game, I think it's called Left Alive. 
And they, dude, they tried aping on Metal Gear Solid so hard <laughs> that they even got the original artist. You, you do you are you familiar with like the art direction of Metal Gear Solid One, like the yeah. box art? Yeah. Uh, sh- uh, I want to say it's Shakima Kinjawa or something like that. I don't know. It's something close to that. He he did all the art that that famous art for that game. They got him to come do the art for their game. Nice. They made their their uh-huh. music scores sound similar to the scores from the Metal Gear Solid series, and it was like a third person action stealth game. But mm-hmm. it is shit, and people are yeah. fucking dumping all over it. Um, question: Was Metal Gear Rising a Kojima game? I don't think it was. Was it? Uh no, he collaborated very minimally with. Uh, okay. I want to say it was Team Ninja developed that game. Because I thought it, for it for it not being headed by Kojima, it was a really decent Metal Gear game. It was fucking completely off the wall and bonkers, but I I really liked that game. It was a nice. Uh, what do they call that? Like a guide in. What do they call it? Like an offshoot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a side story. Uh, I want to say he originally collaborated a little bit, but that game was kind of in development hell for a Long while. Time. Yeah. Yeah, the original uh, team couldn't pull it together, so Team Ninja ended up having to step in and almost rebuild the game. Yeah. Aside from like some art assets and concepts. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I opened this up to talk about like the whole concept, but I'm happy just talking about Kojima. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you busted my intellectual nerve. Yeah, and I was gonna bring up. I was gonna, I was gonna bring up uh, Cloverfield because they sort of did like an interactive. Um, secretive sort of promotion ARG uh, bullshit. Yeah. I'm um, sorry to distract you. Ask me how much I love Kojima. How much do you uh, love Kojima? I had the the Fox logo, the Lightning Fox logo on my groom's cake at my wedding. Tight. Yes. Nice. I got it tattooed um, on me. So, so basically like there were, there were I did all... that to him while he was sleeping. He didn't have a set. <laughs> <laughs> and he woke up and he was like this is so tight. This is sick. <laughs> I'm not even mad, bro. Um this is my trans. So yeah, there there are other examples of this sort of promotion and this sort of um, like mysticism built up around games. But Kojima is such a fucking master at it. For PT, mm-hmm. for PT, it was literally released as PT. The Silent Hill name wasn't around it. Nothing had anything to do with Kojima and the promotion. Yeah, God, I forgot about that. And he people he didn't just, know it was a Silent Hills game. Yeah, and it was you could play that game for a full like what seven or eight hours until it ended, and yep. that that was. Um, after and it, then, and uh, then boom, all of a sudden Norman Reedus shows up and then the Silent Hills logo. <laughs> and he's naked and there's a baby and stuff. <laughs> and then Guillermo del Toro is just jerking off in the background. Hey. I am Guillermo. <laughs> anyway. A good Foley work. Um, yeah, like, that. how fucking crazy do you have to be to release a, a test of your game and give no credits and just let people figure it out? And anyway, it works. People were really, really interested. I think that People was still... still have a super huge reverence for that game. Yeah, I think just recently it, it got uh, deleted from PlayStation, and people have to like go in and fuck with their hard drive to to get it no, back. No, that was a long time ago. That was actually was as soon as the Kojima Konami split okay. that they removed that from the store. What? Now uh, people will try to resell their PlayStations if it is installed already. Okay, cool. <laughs> because serious? it is the only game that you. It is the only game that they have lost the license to that you cannot go back and re-download. Yeah. Like, crazy. even if it shows on your account that you, quote-unquote, purchased the game, because on PlayStation Store, even if you buy a game for $0, mm-hmm. it still shows up as a purchase and you get a, re- a receipt of the transaction. Yeah. yeah it's the um, only one you can't go re-download now. There is a very, very, very good um, remake made for PC. I think it's free, made with the Unity engine. Mm-hmm. It is incredibly good. So if you miss PT, go play that. Um I don't. That game terrified the shit out of me. I tried playing it <laughs> with my wife sitting next to me, and then it got to the part where you got to peek in the door and you hear somebody talking in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I was like, "No, nah, I'm good." Well, and <laughs> I think snuggle. 
I think another another thing that's so impressive is uh, Kojima. After it was it was leaked that he was a part of that game, after it was announced, he said that that wasn't a part of the larger PT. That was just a test of the engine of the mechanics of how your character would move and how things would look. That what? wasn't that it had nothing to do with the story. Nothing that it would be in the actual game was in that playtest. I have a question. How much do you think that influenced the direction of Resident Evil 7, the first first-person Resident Evil game in the series? Fucking enormously. That game is pretty much modeled <laughs> after the PT house. Some of the rooms, I think, are nods to the PT house. I think, like... Oh, uh, man. I, uh... I remember when that sink baby crashed through the wall and came at you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything you're talking about. But cool. Play that shit in slow motion. You're not a true gamer. I'm not a true gamer. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway... God. Kojima, come on, Kojima and come on the weird shit all we'll talk about it more next week. We'll just do like a whole two yeah. hours of Kojima. Come on the podcast. Dude, if, come on the I podcast, think... please. <laughs> I, if Kojima and Brendan Fraser are ever in the same room, I'm going to have to hook up an IV so I don't die of dehydration from just constant. Oh no. my god, Ko- Kojima, can you please put Brendan Fraser in Death Stranding? Please. Guys, if y'all both please, come please. to the podcast, we will create a mini sun before China does. Just saying. I will give you the... We will give you the podcast. Please. <laughs> you can have it. You can have it, we'll please. It we'll start another one. There went something. Yeah. There, there is something. <laughs> we'll just it'll be two hundred episodes of how we just gave away a podcast at you. There sure used to be something. If you want that one too, you can have it. <laughs> there sure used to be something. There you sure used to be something. But here we are now. What fucking baller would it be if Brendan Fraser turned out to be like Norman Reedus' character's dad in that video game? Oh my fucking god. Oh, Guillermo del Toro's like still jerking off in a corner. It would be awesome. <laughs> you know it would be the perfect fucking casting for Brendan Fraser? Mm. Like a bad guy that you want the audience to sympathize with. Because I can never hate him. Yeah. You can't hate him. Man, I love Guillermo del Toro too. I could talk about him forever. <laughs> okay. Let's okay. do that. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, Mitch. I could talk about Kojima all fucking day, Man, but we have him, to move on. Him and uh, Hideako, Anna, and the Brendan guy who did the Neon Genesis Evangelion, and the guy who Said wrote, it perfectly. All right, who so. wrote Gear Automata. <laughs> Just, oh, man. Got it. Oh so, my God. name more people. Um, uh, all right, so anyway, Dr. Dr. Donna Roswell. Gwyneth, Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> oh, she could fuck right off. She's a person. So anyway... <laughs> You sure? No. Um, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I don't even know. I can't wait to edit all that up. I'm revitalized from peeing. Uh, but we have to get back on track. And speaking of people being back to things, if you boys step on the subway, I'm going to fucking shit my pussy off. Um, I hear some the favorite developers of ours are back in the saddle with a new title, Back for Blood, Jamie. Yes. Here's something. Um, Turtle Rock. Studios has announced they're doing Back for Blood. They're the studio that did Left 4 Dead. With oh, wait, Turtle Rock? Yes. They also it's, did Evolve, didn't they? They did Evolve they sure as well. Did. Ooh, they need a win. They need they need a win. They're stuck in their turtle shells right now, and they need to poke their heads out. Um, they need to get out of their turtle rocks. You yeah. want you want to take that one again, home? No. Or are you I'm, happy with that? I'm happy, Here, I'll get, can I'm I happy with my life choices. They um, need to get their turtle rocks off. <laughs> wait, so he's going to ride and die by his jokes. I, I can appreciate that. <laughs> Um, so they're teaming up with WB Games, which is the Warner Brother Games, TM, TM, TM. The Batman Studio. And no, you can't, that's not RTM, you can't no, do that. No, they have TM on their logo. Um, okay. so I was just reading it. Um, so they, they're doing another co-op zombie shooter survival game. Um, now, why, why would they do that, JB? I don't know. 
I, I think they're trying to go back. Have they done that before? Well, they did Left 4 Dead. Um, so I don't know. And Left 4 Dead 2, I think. Um, I'm not sure about that one. Yes. <laughs> um, hey, yeah, that was both done. Okay. Hey, you know what I'm scared of? Mm, the dark? Zombies. Oh. I'm scared they're just going to remake Left 4 Dead because there's even the 4 in the title. Yeah, I know, right? I'm scared they're just going to remake they're it. They're definitely alluding to that with the title. Yeah. They, well, they want people to know. Because, I mean, Valve isn't obviously doing anything with the fucking franchise. Yeah. So, they're just teasing this right now. It seems like they're even trying to bring on board people to develop the game <laughs> in their FAQ. Wait. Um, they're saying that they're trying to bring in people. They have job listings and shit. Um, that they're trying Like, to- what are the job listings? Because it, it isn't uncommon for, oh. like, smaller studios to do, like, a, a call-out like Let that. Let me link. click on this link. They're looking for an animator. They're looking for a character artist, a concept artist. Front end of oh, shit. Oh, yeah, they're early. looking for a whole fucking team. <laughs> early, early, early. Now, there's not a ton of people. There's, it's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So, so nine what do they have? Versions. Like principal game design and, and coders, maybe? Uh, yeah, it looks that way. They have a, they have some. They're looking for some developers, front end, back end, um, engine. They're looking for an engine programmer. <laughs> they're looking for an entire fucking studio. Yeah, well, it's not entirely. Yeah, maybe dudes, so. If they're looking for character concept designers, they don't have a game yet. That's, <laughs> yeah, no, it's just fucking yet. Stickman. <laughs> Man, that fucking sucks. I was all on board with this, and now to hear that they don't even have a fucking game. I mean, it sounds cool. Um, it which, does, but they announced too early. Well, I guess yeah. they like they need to. Yeah, I don't know. They have funding from Warner Brothers. They didn't I feel need like to trying to go it. like. They're going to Kickstarter route without the Kickstarter. They're going like, yeah, like right. this is a game we want to make. And we're funded, doing, but we need some people to do it. The crowdsourcing talent now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's like they're trying to get people who grew up with Left 4 Dead, like developers that like Left 4 Dead, and come in and, and make make us a game, guys. Do do this do this game for us. Um, I get that, man. Man, I was all on board for another fucking Left 4 Dead, but now well, I've so got to wait like That's what I was going to ask y'all. Like, how do you, like, do you think the world needs another co-op zombie survival game? I, I would love a... Left 4 Dead with updated graphics. There's probably mods yeah. for that. Yeah, there um, are. I, but here's here's what it says. Back for Blood is designed from the ground up as an original premium title and marries the best of what made the co-op zombie shooter so successful with new features and state-of-the-art technology. So basically, they restarted instead of building on top of the great game. <laughs> yes. Um, well, they're going to make that same core game again. They but could, they're, they're going to put in some better quality of life features. Shit, be, I'm sure. It could be bad, though. It could be really bad. It could be bad, though. I mean, even if oh, even if they just remade the first one in a with a different skin on it, it's still a yeah. decent game. Yeah. If they, if they put in an ability to aim down sights, I will fucking love them. Now, ga- <laughs> games like Vermintide are going to have to force them to up their game, because that yeah. kind of co-op yeah. or shooting experience has just evolved so much over, yes. since Left 4 Dead 2. Now, they're, uh, the studio that did uh, Payday 2 did the Walking Dead game, which was complete. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Manure. Um, yeah. So. Well, and I'll, I'll, have, I'll throw out a controversial opinion here. Payday oh, 2 shit. was not that great. Oh, Mitch. Um, <laughs> I'm with you. I thought it was too, like. It was, re- it was repetitive. repetitive and, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. It was fun though. I like playing with randoms because it was always just very funny. <laughs> All right. Here's my bit. I've got like emotional whiplash from this entire topic because I was super fucking excited about it. Now <laughs> I'm super not because okay. they announced extremely too early, and this is what killed their game evolve. Mm-hmm. I mean, people mm. like early buzz around that game was super positive. 
But then you showcase that game at like every single event, and it was the same thing over. You think that's what killed it for like a year and a half? That's exactly what it is. People were so tired of hearing about it that they, by the time it came out, nobody really gave. You know, it killed it all for me. The beta was just so shit. The beta was so bad. They had to release a free to play version. Did they really? Yeah, and then like. Well, they held off on free-to-play as long as they could. It was a last gasp. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a month after they did that, they announced they were shutting down. They called it Evolve Phase 2 like it was a new thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty bad. Sorry about peeking the mic like crazy there. Uh, um, yeah, that's bad. I also want to bring up, um, like, like Josh, sorry, like Josh said, mm-hmm. like, that, that sort of genre, it hasn't been widely expanded upon, but the things that have come out, like Vermintide and a few others, have, have just straight up done better things yeah um i also think like, i could tell you what puts vermintide over that for me a leveling system yeah well maybe they'll add well, and just i mean but like the just the zombies as a as a as a trope is almost like dead at this point well they did it they did it right and from the start you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. one of those early levels where you're in the fucking cornfield and like a, a horde will trigger and like they just come rushing at you from everywhere and you don't see them till last second that shit was effective and then a shirt can you feel <laughs> but okay yeah something like okay. that <laughs> but yeah but but like yeah i know like, what you so, mean it's so scary as zombie fun. games just get it wrong now yeah no, I know what you mean. Especially when everyone's screaming, like, I'm surrounded. And it's like, well, yeah, we're all fucking surrounded, dude. <laughs> we're all fucking surrounded. <laughs> yeah. There's a tank. Oh, they shit. Did a, they did a really, really good job with uh, unique zombies, too. I think yeah. before anybody else did. Yeah, that was that Well, they was set fun. the standard. Yeah, for sure. Because, um, I mean, we still uh, people still refer to those, uh, like, archetypes of, of enemies, like, as smokers, bloaters. Yeah. Shit like that. Special like, infected. I still call it. Uh, like yeah, there's a, when, a type of enemy, and even within two that I yeah. encounter that I, I in my mind call the uh, witch, that just because she screams a lot. That yeah. extends into other games, and it extends into movies, and like that sort of uh, like unique creature yeah. that has a name to the, it's like the, the vermin side. The guy that hooks you, I'm always like smoker. <laughs> yeah, I call him a hooker. Oh shit, you're just a pervert though. Yeah, I'm a sex pervert. That's, that's, a, pro- that's a problem. <laughs> That's sex perfect. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I hope they can do something good with this game. Again, though, uh, like Vermintide 2 is so fucking good. And if this game comes out and is at all good, I feel like it'll just be, oh, yeah. so they did what Vermintide 2 did. So how much of this do you think is us just looking at them through rose, rose-colored glasses? Because let's, let's examine this for a second. 102%. Left 4 Dead was very... Yeah. <laughs> I thought I cut out from the internet for a second. <laughs> be be cool to finish that thought. Sorry, you need to leave that fucking silence in the podcast. That's the greatest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> I mean, Left 4 Dead One was very, I won't say innovative, but it really caught like the public eye at the time, and it was very fun and it was very tight. Yeah, and Left 4 Dead Two, which was a lot more of the same, there was very very little iteration on that formula it changed yeah it changed a good bit. To the, yeah, yeah. no it didn't oh really i felt like it is what i'm saying I felt like, like it, left changed, did it, too. it changed just enough to make it more interesting and more fun 
in my opinion. But I, okay. it, I remember some of the. Don't get me wrong, I loved it. I mean, to, for me, more of the same of that game was fine by me, yeah. by all means. But a lot of people uh, kind of knocked it for that feeling. I can see that. And yeah. since then, I mean, really, what have they done? Do you feel like this developer was maybe kind of a flash in the pan, and now they're just riding on past glory at this point? I think. I mean, they obviously fucking failed with Evolve. <laughs> what What made Life or Dead Two so fun to me? Because I played like through the through the the stock campaign and everything but the the modding community is what made that game so fucking good. oh yes the mods are so Which, good yeah, I, it was the source engine but I, that's you can't credit that to left for dead yeah i don't i don't credit the the studio or, or valve at all for for that it's the modding community that made that game yeah. fun for me the modding for was a amazing. lot of people um well i think my favorite was uh putting cornholio voice over hunter <laughs> yeah <laughs> i liked i liked playing as spider-man you just fucking hear Cornholio giggling, like, from the bushes. <laughs> well, there's silly thinking? stuff like that, but there was new maps, and, and yeah, some people figured out maps. ways yeah, to, to make it put looks, new zombies. You can make it look fucking too. amazing, and the new textures, like, blood splatter, yeah. different flashlights, different guns, weapon sounds from Call of Duty and shit. It was fucking yeah. insane, all this shit you could do. Um, I think I think if they had opened that up in Evolve, I think it would have survived at least a little bit longer. You know what the problem I had with Evolve? Evolve wasn't Source Engine, though. Yeah. It was the yeah. it was the one v four structure that made it feel shitty to me. I mean, that was that entire hook. Though. I know, but it yeah. felt shitty. Like if it was four v four, I think it would have been more fun. Which and I think it's at, one of those things that sounds a lot better in concept than it does in practice. Well, yeah. but look at Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight has that same structure, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's hugely popular. You're right. It's fun to play. It has a competitive scene. Yeah. Um. There's a couple other well, ones that are more like party games. Like, I know Gary's well, Mod had one called... The it's got a good hook to it, though, because, I mean, I, I, I don't find the gameplay is that great in those games, but, I mean, it does have a decent premise of, like, one of you guys is a, a movie monster and the, the rest are, like, four campers or survivors yeah. or whatever they angle they go with. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? Well, the problem... It's not like they're trying to invent a scenario yeah. like Evolve was. Well, Evolve, yeah. you could... So, I mean, the the, the, the single person by themselves would evolve. That was the whole thing. And, but if they finished all of their evolutions, like, they were almost impossible to stop. Like, it was... If you couldn't find well, them in a certain amount of time, you were fucked. That's what it was. Yeah. It's, it was very one-sided, no matter what. If, yeah. if you if you got ahead as the monster, you won. The if monster had to the, fuck up. That's what it was. Yeah. If, if, you, if, if you as the... Yeah, you're called? right. It was always the monster's game to lose. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, if the monster got ahead, it won. If the players got ahead, it won. They won. You know, it was there was yeah. no long matches. There was, there was uh, yeah. Nothing if you didn't get that monster game. in phase one, that was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To the point, I feel like I, I played that game a little bit, like especially because they had a ton of free weekends trying to to bump up their player base. To it got to the point where like if if the monster evolved, mm-hmm. like even halfway through phase two, people would start dropping out because they knew. Yeah, they knew. Yeah, I played the beta. It was so bad, like it just wouldn't run well at all. And I was like, "Well, fuck especially, this." Especially, especially with the the monsters they added in. There was one that could like go invisible and fly and shit. And like, <laughs> that doesn't like add a new map before you completely break the game. At least, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. They added a monster that would just fuck my mom. It was nuts. <laughs> it was crazy. There was a monster that stole my social security number. <laughs> <laughs> That monster evolved. Now it just robo dials everybody in America. <laughs> anyway, anyways, yeah. I don't know. Sorry, I wanted... to end on, sorry, to end that on the bummer. No, like I, said, cool. I was super I mean, hey, this topic to begin let's with. Let's be positive. But... We're all excited for what it could be, but we are. Yeah, I'm, gonna, um, I'm gonna say the, for what it I'm could gonna, not be. I'm gonna say the same thing that we said about Anthem before it got shitty. Uh, it's it's too early for me to say. I'm not gonna get excited about it. I'm not gonna shit on it for now. 
yeah. completely edited in Mitch saying, I fucking love this game. I can't I wait for it. I don't love... want games to be bad, ever. Yeah. yeah. We want every game to be good, but that can't happen. But uh, speaking of trends in gaming, Mitch, I hear you have a question for us about trends and genres. I do, boys, hear something? I want to I wanna talk. I want to have the talk with you boys. Uh, I'm pregnant. Okay, that's my that's that's my talk. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about trends in genres. I know I I don't know I don't fucking pay attention to what sparks these sort of trends, but I know like there was the era of Minecraft and Terraria and sort of sandbox uh, survival. I know Daisy and and Russ spawned out of that sort of in in the indie scene. It's it's roguelites uh, like Binding of Isaac and Enter the Gungeon and Flinthook, all of which I've played. Battle Royale has been going strong ever since. Um, Arma 3 Battle Royale caught on on Twitch, uh, mm-hmm. and sort of post-apocalyptic RPGs have been this, I guess, single-player narrative trend for a while. Um, like Rage 2 is coming out, Days Gone is coming out. Um, uh, You're wondering how games like typically have like a, a uniformity in their in their cyclical nature of like you see like an entire wave of this sort of game come out. Yes, and I want to talk once. about what trend you boys would like to see. Is this really what they call these different type hyper light hyper light drifter? That's it's a like, title, my man. Oh, that's a title. That's a title. Okay. All of these are titles. Okay. That's a mashup that he's trying <laughs> thought, to trademark. TNT oh, and TNT. Okay. I thought Hyper Life Drifter was like a genre that Zelda is a, was in. I was like, no, it's like a, it's a it's like a pixelated roguelite sort of game. No, Jeep okay. Man, this is the last time not I'm like, fucking correct you. Not like. No, it is you, not even a roguelite. That does not involve dying and going back to the beginning. It does not involve that Welcome sort of to like just hate corner. <laughs> that super fast progression to become so powerful that you defeat a final boss. It is a long linear RPG. Zelda like like my penis, but you call that a roguelike. So <laughs> here we are. Now you know why I'm confused. <laughs> I can die. Oh boy. <laughs> okay, no. So you're right. Uh, I just like picking on you every time that comes up. Um. What was the question? (laughs) (laughs) Who wasn't paying attention now? I do. I just, I caught my, I got so wrapped up in the heat of the moment with the hyperlight drifter being a roguelike that I forgot about it. That Um, breath in had me so confident that you're going to go off on like a really good argument. (laughs) (laughs) I love that every single one of my stupid bits, you just like fall for. It's so good. I listen back to the episode with the paper constantly just to hear your reactions. <laughs> oh god, yeah, that was So anyway, um, you you just want to know like what uh, genres we'd like to see like a, a renaissance of? Or? I suppose like I guess like what are your general thoughts around uh, developing around trends and like what are some some trends you've looked fondly back on and what what are you looking forward to? What would you like to see? Hmm. I don't know. It's a pickle for me because I do love like third-person character action games, but I don't want too many of them because it, then it becomes too formulaic and boring. And I, I, I like diversity. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I like jumping around from game to game. Like sometimes I'll just jump into a racing game. Sometimes I'll just fucking play like a horror game. And then like I like to keep things fresh for myself. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the important thing to remember, though, um, and I sort of have to remind myself of this, um, like, <laughs> these games are spaced out in, like, one or two years, they usually come out, like, I know, uh, Daisy became popular, and then Rust got announced, and then Seven Days to Die, and all those games were great in their own respects. Well, that all started thanks to, like, um, I don't want to say started, but the, the business has kind of always been that way, like, one game will take off, and then the rest of the industry will catch up to trying. Yeah. 
Like we're seeing that with the battle royale genre now, mm-hmm. right? But not all battle royale. Like a very select few of battle royale games are uh, are They're good. Are, yeah, they they don't change the game. Uh, the heart back back for right. blood said they are not doing battle royale. <laughs> Okay, continue. Oh, cool. Oh, good. That's what <laughs> oh, I was worried about. That's what I was worried about when they announced that game. I knew it was in the back of your head. 100 wanted... zombies drop onto a survivor. I wanted to clear it up for you. Um, I don't know. I tell you what I do worry about, though, is I think since, like, the Metal Gear Solid franchise is, is fucking deader than Disco, like, I will just never touch a third-person stealth action game again. Yeah. Because it, it won't be what I want. Which is Metal Gear Solid Six, and that's never coming. What about so. like a Deus Ex? Deus Ex, I'm fine with because that's its own thing. Like, I'm I'm not against like stealth games in general because they they have something to offer. But there's no way. Like, I have such a reverence for that series that there's no way I can touch another third person stealth game and not immediately just start drawing comparisons. Uh, I know it's not. Yeah, I know it's mind. not stealth. I know it's not stealth. But Max Payne, real good. Max Payne oh. Three, fuck yeah. Yeah, Max Payne Three is really good. Oh, yeah, it's really good. Really good third person action games. I tell you, the first time I played that game, I fucking hated it because I was so. I have this uh, like OCD thing about not burning resources that I would never do the bullet time. Yeah, because uh-huh. it, it you would have to like. What did you need like pills to recharge it or something Ew, like that? Or it would take a really long in time. The third to recharge? One, in the third one, it was. I think you just. I think you just shoot people to charge it. Yeah, I which think, I guess okay. makes sense for your for your not wanting to expend resources. You Headshots give you to... more or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, but the second time I just fucking adored it because that's all I did constantly. Yeah. Really good cover system in that game. I enjoyed it a lot. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, I love those games. That game was like the forefront, like of the animation tech that they used for GTA oh, Five. Kind of yeah. want to play like it again now. <laughs> you should. It, it's it's not long. It's yeah. not a huge investment. It's Max pretty Payne good. And I mean, honestly, they have really good DLCs for the third one too. Really, they really do. Good. But I kind of feel like that game, the first hour, is the same as hour twenty. Yeah. So I mean, you can you can you can get your fill of that game in a, in a couple hours and not have to do an entire playthrough. At the same is, time, isn't a bad thing. There there are elements to master. So if you do get tired of it, fine. But like I I played I played through the third one many many times and still found like I could get better. I just liked having to yeah. switch weapons often. I think because ammo was yeah. a situation, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't. I, I, it's one of those games where it purposefully doesn't give you enough ammo ammo for any one gun to make you switch. Because yeah. I like having yeah. one gun and be like, this is my fucking weapon. And then yeah. with it, but so yeah. So anyway, should be. Oh, um. So, so we're we talking about like indie games. I mean, everyone knows that I love just in general, my man. Okay, third person cover shooters. Oh, <laughs> we, both we, of you. We talk about it. Wait, what? Third person cover shooters. That's what I love. Oh, uh, are you fucking with me? You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, oh, my secretary's handing me something. Josh's piece of shit. Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Thank you, Deborah. Came in. Th- thank you, Vivian. Um, no, he's not. He's actually the most wonderful lover I've ever known. Fuck you, Vivian. Hold on. Okay, hold on. Cool. Hold on. You both suck. Is what I'm getting. <laughs> you sounded like you had to unfold it, like somebody passed it to you in high school. <laughs> My secretary is not great at his job. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, uh, what's your name, Mitch? M I T C H. All right. It says here if I unfold this flap underneath that. B L U. Yeah. Pick a color. Pick a color, Mitch. Uh, I won. I won mash. Yay! I did it. <laughs> so yeah, that was a fun time. I like third-person cool. action shooters. What I want, my dream game, right? Third-person action shooter, similar to Ghost Recon Wildlands, where you can play with multiple people or you can play with the AI. Where you can actually... You don't have to rush, man. Calm down. No, I gotta get it out. Gotta get it out. (laughs) Where you can actually control the AI, though. um, Similar to, like, uh, the old... um, 
uh, Rainbow Six games. Um, that would be great. What do you mean control them? Just like set you could like, order them to go somewhere thing? or set a path and have them go. Um, something like that. Oh, like commanding your squad, yeah. like Freedom Fighters. Yeah, or yeah, Freedom Fighters, uh, Brothers in Arms, Hell's Highway, something like that. Uh, yeah, I do miss that genre. Yeah, man. but the old Rainbow Six ones, you could set your squad to go a totally different path, and then you'd be like, Alpha, go, and they would mo- fucking move to the next waypoint, and then Bravo, go, move right. to the next waypoint. Like, that shit was fucking holy shit. Uh, Fuck, I, you just made me want a, a game genre I forgot existed. Yes, so having that would be amazing, and then I want procedurally generated like maps titties yes and titties maps and titties or, or randomly uh, like but, well it can't be completely random because then like you have the chance of like every enemy being right at the beginning <laughs> but like there sure. should be some type of procedure but also random i want it to be different every time i play but there should be there should be some procedure like, that does cuz and you can cut this out cuz i'm about to get nerdy random implies there are mm. assets put in and the maps form around those assets procedurally means the farther you go the more it generates oh really is that how yeah. they call it Okay, well, I didn't think it was bad. Okay, well, let's say random then. Okay, cool. I was thinking there's like <laughs> a procedure to generating it, and so it fits a certain. No, random generation basically means all the parts to make a map is put into the engine, and as upon loading in it, it randomizes those those assets. Oh, well, then I want that. Makes no, that's a, that's actually a great point because I think a lot of journalists conflate that now and yeah. then yeah. use the buzzwords wrong yeah. when they're uh, reporting on new games. Like, Today uh, I learn. Like no, I'm a journalist. No man's No Man's Sky is absolutely <laughs> procedurally generated. Yes. Um, but something like um, the Binding of Isaac uh, is is randomly generated. Okay. It, it 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 maps out all the floors as you load in the the first one. I get where your hang up was though, Jeremy, because you're you're assuming I'm thinking of it as random. like a computer like it can, it science can form a broken. Yeah. Yeah. There's a chance it'll form a broken map. Yeah, that's the way I'm thinking of it. Okay. Um, but no, that makes sense. I understand why they, why why they say it that way. Um. So yeah, I want something like that because I want I want something I could drop in. You know, at the end of the day. Me and my buds get together, you know, we drink some brewskis, we high five, and then we yeah. play. We, we, <laughs> yeah, we totally, we totally mash on some bad. Couple of single then, dudes having a fucking killer time. And then we just. I love how out of touch our young guys speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mash on that vag like and follow Jesus that. You've, you've been iced. Let's ice each other. I don't even know what that means. Ices? We're going to Um So. But it would be cool to like be able to play the game and every time be a different thing and be able to plan your route to like try to overtake this base or something like that. Like I think that would be amazing, yeah. and so that's that's what I look for. Um, as far as like indie games, uh, did y'all play Oxenfree? Yeah, play? I loved that oh, one. Oh shit, dude! I want more games like that. Just a story. I yeah. just want to go through a story. I don't care if there's yeah. like no win or lose. Really, I just want a story. That that game was gorgeous, and the and the branching path actually made a difference in in the narrative. Ah, uh, really? So good. I never. I only played yeah. it once. I haven't played it more than once. You should. You should try to play the other endings. They're really, okay. really good. I didn't know there was more than one. Uh, I just basically got drunk and played it, and I had really bad time. <laughs> I feel like there was like a good year or two where like that's all indie studios were doing. Really. It was just narrative experiences because they're kind of easy to to do from oh, a logical standpoint. I only played Oxenfree was the only one of that style that I was blown away by. Now, have you ever played if... Thomas Was Alone? Yeah, that one's good. That uh, one's on, like puzzle platformer. That, that one's puzzle awesome. platformer for yeah, sure. I know, the narrative but, is just like a. But the narrative was so cool. I love the narrative. Yeah, it was yeah. just really good narrative. Yeah, was... but it's icing on the cake. I think with Mitch. Yeah, saying, no, it definitely the, was uh, the main focal. But point it made of it interesting. That and Limbo, like, like, Limbo was really good. Yeah. Limbo was really good. Like Oxenfree was for sure built around the premise of a good story yes. and good characters and and just like really really uh, 
tight sequential storytelling. Mm-hmm. I want it. I want it so badly to love Limbo, but I've got scoliosis. <laughs> well, you should play the the next one. In, inside, you guys should see the fucking smile <laughs> on my face right now. I I, I thought it was funny. Fucking stupid! I'm gonna email you my smile. It's so fucking good. Do it in three emails. Was that the Chesterfield can or whatever? Uh, Oh wait, hold on, hold on. (laughs) This just in: you've been fired from Guardian (laughs) Three. You boys were so fucking hooked. You thought I was going at you with an actual opinion. Did you like Limbo? Did you? Did I? I oh. never, I never finished it. Honestly, I played Inside. I thought it was pretty good. Limbo I didn't, good. I didn't see why it garnered all. I haven't the played hype, Inside. But I got yet. it. I need to play it. I think uh, Little Nightmares is really good too. I Not the same studio, one. but I like the aesthetic of that game. I don't know if I'd actually like. Oh the my game god, it's so good. Anyway, like I feel, I don't know. I didn't like. I watched a lot of gameplay of it. I didn't find the puzzles were that. It's one of those games, I like a game with, here's how you know like the game is doing puzzles wrong. Whenever you walk into a room and you could see exactly what you need to do, but now you have all these steps in the way of just doing it. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I don't know, man. Something, something about it. Maybe if I like replayed it, I would enjoy it less, but the, when I played it, it was like, I, I like games that actually make me feel like I'm making progress. I say you as need I... To play, you need to play The Witness, because that is a game that gets like puzzle games right. Yeah. Uh, it's more than just making you go through steps. It is a game that like fucking forces you to think deeply yeah. and then take a break and step away so that you can have aha moments. Mm-hmm. They did a, what's it called? Braid. Abduction. Oh. No, oh, they do not do Braid. Oh, they, they for sure <laughs> do not do Braid. Wait, The Witness? Who are you talking the about? The Witness, the first person, like you trace the lines on the thing? Yeah. They did not do Braid. That wasn't uh, Jonathan Blow? No, I don't think so. They did. Um, there was one before it. It was Jonathan Blow. Jonathan Blow did Braid. Yeah. Bam, Shit, bitch! I get on my no, level. I have no idea. Born January first, nineteen seventy-one. Age forty-eight years old. All right, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Crazy. Now, now we have a new cold open. It's me blowing your fucking brain <laughs> with my it's, Wikipedia-like it's, knowledge it's, of gaming. It's Josh blowing. Jo- Jonathan Blow. <laughs> Jonathan Blue. Jonathan blew your brain. <laughs> Uh, cool. so anyway. I need to switch off the stage. <clears throat> All right, so JB, hit me with what's uh? Hit me. So you got listed hashtag trash tag. Oh, we're going with what's that one. Hey, it's all rainbow. Yeah, it's all rainbow. Let's let's finish on this one. So hashtag trash tag is this thing that's taken over Twitter, and it's um basically people are are posting pictures of of the before and after places today clean up all the trash. Um. It's pretty... Oh, fucking right. Yeah. So you mean to tell me there's a meme going around that's actually helping things? Uh, whoa. Is that a meme? No, I'm no, I'm not being an <laughs> asshole. I'm serious. This is amazing. Finally. I mean, it's like a hashtag. It's like a, a viral trend. Um, And they're, they're fucking... They're doing shit. I mean, shit's getting done, which I think is awesome. Um, Picking up trash is definitely... I mean, there's so much trash. It's it's insane. Um, I, I never realized how much trash is on the side of the road until I lived in LA and I was just like, what, what the fuck is all this? Why is there a mattress on the fucking side of the road? <laughs> um, 
but there's so much. I haven't picked up enough trash. I'm on, still here. Hold on, I have a question. Do you think they're sitting? They're taking a picture in a in a in a dirty place and then going to a different place with bag stuffed with cotton balls. No, there was there. <laughs> I don't think they're doing that. But there was suspicion. There was suspicion that people are taking a picture of a clean place and then throwing the trash about and then taking that as the before, <laughs> which is some evil genius type level shit. See, but, that's really shitty, but I'm laughing at him. <laughs> it's pretty funny. That's, that's where the beauty is. But I think it's awesome. Hey, a lot you want to go back to our first topic? Because I think this falls in line perfectly with that. What was the first topic? Oh, yeah. <laughs> James Gunter. <laughs> yeah. um, like humor about horrible things. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it's it's cool that people are actually going to shit. I mean, they, they do. Like, I, I've done some trash that's collection stuff awesome. before. But this is cool that people are just going out and doing it themselves. Uh, hey, man, it's not nice to refer to your exes that way. Yeah. Yeah. I think oh God. I'll say I don't know. I don't know. No, no, Mitch, shut up. Let's. That was a fucking great joke. We're gonna sit on it. <laughs> okay, my uh, edit, edit in the canned laughter, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm joking. I don't. I don't know how. I say this like you're fucking eighty years old. I don't know how in touch you boys are with like. I suppose like the social. In sync. Uh, yes. I'm not He's super in touch with gay. Twitter actually. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm not super in touch with Twitter. To be honest with you. I just know about this because um, I read it. Basically, like uh, for the for the past year or two, there's this been this huge boom, and instead of like self-deprecating and depressing memes and comedy, it's been about like wholesomeness and nice. just being good to each other and being uh, like sort of trying to better yourself instead of putting yourself <clears throat> down and putting others. I down. do know about that because I wanted to mention like there was this whole thing like people would be immediately cynical of any nice deed because people are like oh you're just doing that for the likes mm-hmm. and then the counter argument to that would be like well a nice thing done for the likes yeah. is still a nice thing done yeah, yeah. i caught so, i caught myself actually like oh well these people are just farming likes but then at the same time they're actually doing something so you know and right like, so, I th- something's I this i could get behind yeah. i think it's so amazing because i know like the 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 sort of label pinned on <laughs> internet culture was like millennial kill myself jokes and depressing yeah. humor and like the whole like the absurd comedy of that but now that it's shifted to the sort of wholesome more wholesome branch of it it's like it's so nice to see shit like this yeah. it's kind of weird it's kind of like like watching a generation find its purpose it's like you know what I mean? it's yeah. like everybody paused and Honestly, like yeah. shifted focus it's so good i love it, it it feels like a generation growing up is what it feels like to me um, yeah definitely and it, it's awesome i mean you know i was worried about like because this whole internet landscape is so different like yeah, I had it when I was young, but not as young as people have it now. We didn't. We didn't have our entire lives yeah, publicly ex- documented exactly. down to like every singular thought yeah. we could just like vomit onto the internet yeah. at any given moment. Yeah. Like we had MySpace and Facebook and stuff, but it's nowhere near what it is today. And it wasn't until we were in high school. So, right. So it's like this is it's it's interesting seeing people grow up that way, and it was worrying. Uh, like it worried me, but now seeing shit like this is kind of like, all right. Do some shit. Yeah. Give me, give me that. It's hopeful. Yeah. It's like maybe we have a chance. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's cool too because if you look on like any one community on on Twitter or Facebook or anywhere, you can see the shift of like even in like the way they, they say things in text from being like cynical and sarcastic and depressing to like actually trying to be like nice, yeah, good people. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm getting emotional about it. These are my <laughs> no, people. Cool. These are my I mean, people. And then today was also the, um, there was a, um, like a, I don't know if you call it a walkout or something, but for climate change where people yeah. didn't go to school and stuff. And yeah. I mean, hey, that's cool. Like, and like, trying like to get shit I'm going to be, I'm going to be a cynical on this one. I think that was just kids not like wanting to skip class. Well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, 
if it, like, if if it pulls some because, attention okay, towards here's, it. Okay, here's my reasoning. Mm-hmm. Because that didn't affect anything well, other other than possibly hurt themselves. It's to pull attention towards a problem. That's fine. Then do a mass it's, like... It's like a tiny strike. It's, <laughs> it's a, a tiny, tiny strike. <laughs> the world's tiniest strike. Uh, oh, I, I think it's good. I mean, I, I... The world's tiniest strike is a self-employed person going <laughs> striking. Yeah, it's, it's me, not, <laughs> me not going to work on Monday. <laughs> that was the union strike on the set of Wizard of Oz. Oh, God. You're never uh, gonna, you're on. never gonna hey. direct <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Fired from Guardians Five. <laughs> yeah. Um. Any anyway, boys. As I was as I was saying, I think it's good that and like the the support thing for Brendan Fraser, like the huge boom in Brendan Fraser support was from this sort of really? subculture. Of I didn't know that. Like this wholesome, this wholesome. I thought that was from Imager. No, I thought it was from. No, it, well, it's just like in general, it's just like it's not any one person in community. It's just like the the palpable mood of people who want to be good I think and it's happy just the so media weird. the media i hate using the term the media because everybody attributes it to like a certain political stance but in this case i'm just talking about our news media american specifically news media cycle in, in general is that a political it's just stance? everything is so everything is so negative like all the fucking time right? yeah no, that right. people just want something good to believe in again yeah yeah which is is good but it's it's also sad in a way if you think yeah, about yeah, it yeah like, I'm glad that I'm glad that it turned up into people being good instead of people giving up, though. Yeah, it manifested itself into a, a positive yeah. result. Yes, I think it's great. I That's love you, great. Brendan Fraser. I love you, people picking up trash. I love the trash tag. I love Brendan Trashman Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take that one again? Yeah. <laughs> I love I love you, Trashden, garbage, jerk. Fra- phrase trash. <laughs> I love you, Billy. Uh, Fucking this quote. I like this hashtag trash tag challenge a lot more than kids choking on cinnamon or eating Tide Pods. Yeah, see? (laughs) I don't know. I could take either one, actually, now. One is funny, and one just, like, makes you feel good, you know? If you think about it, Darwinism is the ultimate climate change uh, struggle. Because if we have less people on Earth... (laughs) Oh, okay. If we have less people on Earth, then that's naturally better for the planet, right? Uh, Okay, welcome to the podcast, Thanos. Uh, Tell me what you think about it. (laughs) I can take pleasure in schadenfraude and the other fraud. Thank you. I've been TED Talk. (laughs) I've been TED Talk. I'll see you next week. I've been TED Talk. (laughs) I'm Michael TED Talk. You can see my strength at GoArmy.com. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Is it time? Uh, is it time for everybody's favorite segment? It's about that time. It's time for Review Crew. Where each week we deploy drones deep within the bowels of Amazon to grind the to grind to grind the greatest reviews from Brendan Fraser's listening pleasure. Let us let us extract from Brendan Fraser. Let us grind on you, Brendan Fraser. Come on the podcast. We stick a fucking spout in Brendan Fraser, and all the juicy, juicy listening pleasures come out. We tip him over and come on, force him come out. Come on, Brendan Fraser. Let us grind on you. Let us, let us take our time on you. Yes. People call me coffee because I grind so fine on Brendan Fraser. Ride that pony, pony. Um. <laughs> on my disco stand. 
I love you boys. So get so, her, so honey. Getting back on the on a serious topic. My first item is a Nikoj custom Nicholas Page. Oh god, let me try that again. A Nikoj custom okay, Nicholas Cage pillowcase. Standard size, twenty inch by thirty inch design pillowcase yes. cover. A much more serious topic. Yes, this most serious topic. Much, much, much. Okay, can I first before we start, uh frequently mm-hmm. bought together is two more Nicolas Cage pillows. <laughs> <laughs> For a grand total of seventeen dollars you can have three Nicolas Cages. Yeah, all your pillows. That's not a bad deal. All actually. your pillows can be Nicolas Cage. All of your pillow or I've just noticed there's I've an paid ad- a lot more for advanced dreams. graphics Fabio life size cardboard cutout stand up is also uh related. Uh, oh, very good. <laughs> so my first review is from Trent R. Ipoc. Gives it five stars. French free punch to Nick's face. My sister and I have an ongoing Nick Cage joke. <laughs> uh, got my niece in on the gag and she snuck it onto her pillow. It was a hoot. She says she still has it on the bed and occasionally punches him in the face. Well worth it. <laughs> With her vagina. <laughs> um. So yeah, his fucking niece is just fucking wailing. MMA style on Nicolas Cage's face. Is that what the kids call female masturbation yes. these days? Wailing? Mm-hmm. Wailing. Wailing to exhale. I've got to catch up on my Twitter things. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next review, uh, my final review for this one, <laughs> is from Eric. Can't, can't, can't pronounce his last name. Um, it's one star. This is absolutely horrible. Alright. I've purchased... Right. I, he spelt amazing wrong. <laughs> I've purchased two other Nicolas Cage pillowcases in the past from the seller, and they turned out awesome. <laughs> So this dude's sweet. <laughs> this dude's a habitual Nick this Cage pillow dude, man. He bought one, got hooked. He got hooked on the goddamn Nick Cage pillowcases. Bought another one, still needed the third one. He was, this time it's total garbage. <laughs> can I can I read one from Anna Snow? Yeah, sure. Um, five stars. Anna Snow says she, she says he's gorgeous and double sided. There's so many layers to Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a dildo. He's double sided. He's he's two faced and double sided. <laughs> um, um, I love you. I, I actually I love you. Yeah, another Cage. one. Oh. You're welcome to you're welcome to come on the podcast too. Yeah, I love you. You can find our our secrets. No, I Nick. I unironically I, I, think I, you're a great actor. I rescind this invitation because this podcast is beneath you. Oh, you're yeah, right. You're right. right. How dare I even offer? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mr. Cage. Now he now see look look what I did was I told him he couldn't have it. Now he now he, now he craves it. I wanted more. Now I'm he's coming. Here. I'm coming for you, Nicholas. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that too is a double sided comment. <laughs> so many layers. So many layers. Uh, okay. It's like an onion. All right, my next item is how to talk to your cat about gun safety and abstinence, drugs, Satanism, and other dangers that threaten their nine lives. I'm so fucking, oh God. (laughs) I'm so excited. You ever see something and you don't know how you lived without it before? Yes. When when I saw this earlier. Constantly. And the Nick Cage pillowcase. Worried about my cat's safety. (laughs) So my first review is from Hurley P. Five stars. Talk about a godsend. I'm so glad someone finally put out this information. I never would have been able to approach my cat about gun safety or overcome my fears that maybe he was in a league with a dark lord. Now I can put all of my anxiety to bed with my Nicolas Cage pillow and have a more meaningful relationship with my cat. Thank you, Mr. Auburn. Yay. 
Did they really reference the Nicolas Cage? <laughs> no, no, I, I threw that in for fla- hey, flavor. You, hey, you hey, taking liberty, motherfucker. JB, did you hmm. look at any of the one stars? Uh, yeah, I have a few of the one stars, but you can, you can, you can take. You... All right, this was from Caddy Avram. It's spelled Katie, but it's pronounced Caddy <laughs> because of the thing. Uh, five stars. I dug it, and I'm liberal as heck, and still did my uber Republican better half. Uh, I guess her cat. <laughs> no, it's her butt. It's a bo- her bottom half. Um, I guess if you aren't giggling while reading this, you aren't getting the joke. Don't replace kids where it says cat. <laughs> this book is literally just a joke. Stop being so serious. I dug it, and I'm liberal as heck, and so did my uber Republican better half because it's funny through and through. So now you can go to the one stars because this kind of explains why the one star is a one star. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, Pumpkin Baker How says. Wait. I just, How many more times is she going to announce that she's liberal as heck? Uber liberal uh, she does it seven more times, but I figured I wouldn't read it. It's kind of just repetitive. We believe in different things, but we make it work. Yes. Thanks to this book. <laughs> Thanks to this <laughs> um, So Pumpkin Baker. And he's not allowed to play Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> he's allowed to play short night. Short matches only, honey. Come to bed soon. Short night. <laughs> Get that uber Republican dick into my liberal as heck vagina. <laughs> In my Uber liberal what... fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. My vagina believes in libertarianism. <laughs> it's also got a mustache like Ron Swanson. So pumpkin oh my god. <laughs> oh, can we? Is there a way we could trademark the idea of, sh- of shaving our pubes into Ron Swanson mustaches? Uh, you guys so nobody else could do it. You guys haven't been doing that? Doing that? <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, I mean we have, but I'd like to make money on it now. <laughs> uh, pumpkin Baker. I'm going to fucking read this, whether you guys like it or not now. You do it. Pumpkin Baker says, one stars. Disappointing. I thought this sounded cute and funny, and it was at first. However, when it started to get into how the teachings slash concepts of evolution threatened our freedom and rights as Americans, <laughs> it started to lose me. I wanted to read a cute and funny book, not some crazy religious rant. Disappointing. So this book is even more hilarious because it's a <laughs> The title, it's a covert op. It's a covert op. It's a tricky... It's a covert op. It's trying to trick people. Cointel Pro. They did it again. Uh, how, do, how do you talk to your cat? Haha, ha, funny title. Evolution's a fucking lie and it threatens our freedom as Americans. <laughs> your cousin's a the tiger. Earth flat, you Elon, the Earth is flat. Elon Musk is a lizard and everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Uh, God's outside that dome oh and you can't prove God's me otherwise. God's outside that dome. He's got puppets. <laughs> He's got, he's got, got puppet strings oh hooked up my. to everybody, and and he and he and he likes to eat me. He likes me eat my favorite cereal of the morning. I'm a flat earther, what? so I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. I'm a fat I'm earther. A fat I'm earth. a fat earther. <laughs> earth fat. I'm, I'm a cat earther. <laughs> You've got the safest cat around now, thanks to how to talk to your cat about gun yes. safety. At some point, we need to set up a Patreon so we can actually purchase these items. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, my next uh, review is from EW. One star, this is Propaganda in Disguise. Bush? Yes. EW Bush. <laughs> I bought this thinking it was a joke based on the title, but it's nothing but offensive propaganda hidden in a funny title. What is sodom? Why is sodomy even mentioned? This is anti. <laughs> this is anti everything and just terrible. Because this is classic liter- literature. That's why I, I, don't know. I have a statement. If yes. sodomy isn't mentioned in, in at least that's half no book of I want to read. Literature you're reading. Yeah. Yeah. If it's if if it's not mentioned in at least half the shit you're reading, you're doing it wrong. You're yeah. reading wrong. Um, James James forty five here uh, with another book review for you. 
under underage love is something disgusting and should not be mentioned at all, Mister uh, Shakespeare. If that is your real name, <laughs> this liberal. How shit. dare you bring that um, into literature, Mister Mister Homer? I want to bring up this character fucking his literal mom. So. She- <laughs> I love, I love how fucking stupid our podcast can be, but then weirdly intellectual at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy! All right, my next review is from Snowflake, and one star review: liberal rant. Cute idea, could have been fantastically funny, but instead went on a weird liberal rant. Cats and politics don't mix for me. Sounds like a review of every one of my Tinder dates. Cats are anarchists at heart. Don't, Everybody knows yeah. that. Don't you mix your politics with my fucking feline friends, you son of a bitch. You can grip can my feet. Yes, they're Marxists, <laughs> and they don't deserve to be pummeled by your belief. Hey, boys. What? Boys, I just looked at this book cover. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> it's amazing, right? It's that with the fucking sad cat the sad, timidly tapping at a gun. sad cat just going for that gun. I wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. This small cat. <laughs> I would understand. The cat has almost a human face in this picture. It's quite strange. <laughs> yeah, the eyes were like almost photoshopped to look very distraught. I do like the, <laughs> the pub- reaches for an unloaded 9 millimeter. The publishing company um, is the American Association of Patriots. <laughs> nice. Oh, wait, wait. Click on it and do me a favor. Scroll down, my dude. Wait till you see the picture of the cat with a gun belt playing across <laughs> it and it's staring at the camera intently. Rambo cat over here. <laughs> Um, so frequently bought together is uh, how to how to tell if your cat is plotting to kill you and a book called uh, I could pee on this. So people are actually buying books about cat ownership. I mean, it's pretty seriously. easy to know if your cat's planning to Finally. kill you. It's just do you own a cat? Yes, it's planning but, to kill you. <laughs> but listen, I, we live in an we live in an open carry state, and it just it pains my heart to see people not taking cat gun cat, safety seriously. Yeah, I mean, people love to cite like accidental cat deaths in the homes due to guns. You can't, you, but it, it's it's the gun owner's fault for not taking the time to just sit their cat down yeah. and go over some simple gun safety rules. Mr. I mean, Mr. Paul's clear the chamber. What are you doing? You can choose to ignore it, but once that cat turns 18 and can get that license, there's nothing mm-hmm. you can do to stop it. And it, all cats, and it has and no I mean, knowledge of guns. If, it's, if it's, you don't it's, teach your cat how to how to look down the barrel to check for uh, <laughs> for f- ammunition and just dry fire that trigger to make sure it's empty whilst looking down the barrel yeah. to see if a spark happens, I mean, how will it know? I know, but can, you know how cats are cute when they play with anything. Can you imagine a cat fiddling around with a gun trying to shoot it? Its little paws going. I mean, its little paws going through the trigger listen, guard. It's the safety. Its little I, I went to a friend's house, it's little, and it's I saw itty-bitty. I saw their cat put the barrel in its mouth yeah. because it thought candy was there, and it's so paining for me to see that the candy doesn't come out unless there's a clip in there. Uh, a candy clip. Candy clip. A candy clip. If I can DM that I mean, shit. we've all. Maybe it's common sense to us because we grew up with Pez. Yeah, but I don't know. This or we is, grew up with it, Pez. He should our next review Pez. item is is our next review item is a candy clip. The prank Dude, item. Thinking of Pez <laughs> as gun training is the most hilarious thing. Put your hands in the fucking air. Just kidding. It's Pez. Have a nice day. <laughs> I mean, if if we want to connect a bunch of lines that don't exist, mm. we could totally make a line between a Pez and training kids to be part of the draft in World War II. <laughs> And how to properly load a gun clip. Are we... <laughs> what the fuck is going on? 
<laughs> you said it. Oh, it's called God. a magazine. God. No. <laughs> Uh, what else do I have? Oh, Cats and Politics, the last one I got for this. Anyone got another one? I got a long one, but I don't know if I want to do it. I mean, I could talk, uh, ironically about cats trying to shoot themselves. All right, let's talk, let, me do, let me do Andrew's. <laughs> you can cut it if you want. Andrew gives it five stars. Mr. Tail, Mr. Tails, the nightmare cat from hell, and how he faced his biggest problem, gun safety. For so long, I avoided Mr. Tails. He would run all over the house, spilling my coffee, jumping into my 20 fish tanks, and sleeping in all of my empty cardboard boxes. But the one thing that separated us the most was his blatant disrespect (laughs) he had when he handed me my M107 Barrett 50 caliber sniper rifle. I mean, talk talk about a careless feline. I'd come home to find... He's the strongest cat alive. I'd come home to find... This cat's a fucking tiger. I'd come home to find a two-foot-wide hole in my ceiling with him next to a smoking barrel. (laughs) After months of frustration and pulling out my hair, I knew I needed to reach out to a close friend. Randy, no last name, caught me as I was heading into the company bathroom one day and said, You look terrible. Problems with the wife? And I said, I was playing Fortnite now. I wanted to scream and yell, I have no wife, I have no friends, and I love Mr. Tails. But the words never came out. I finally came to see my senses and bought a $1,200 plane ticket to Nepal, where I could meet the Dalai Lama to see if his wisdom could ease my relationship with my furry creature of terror. As I approached him, he looked me straight in the eyes and did not say a word, but instead raised his hand with what looked like a small brochure. Sure enough, it was. He said, go for it. Speak with your hairball. Begin to trust each other once more. On the $1,200 plane ride ticket back home, I read word for word everything in this brochure. I practiced my lines and gave rebuttals to the numerous meows. I was going to receive. As the taxi driver pulled up to my house, I saw Mr. Tails on the porch with my 357 Smith & Wesson Magnum revolver pointed directly at me, clearly with the safety off. <laughs> I approached him with caution and distress. <laughs> I need to talk to you about how you're ruining our lives, I yelled at him. He screamed, cried, laughed as I sat with him reading word for word out of this astonishing brochure. Everything is back to normal again, all thanks to the American Association of Patriots, how to talk to your cat about gun safety pamphlet. Thank you, Andrew. Okay. Thank you for the ride. <laughs> First of all, very good. I have a question. <laughs> what? I have a question though. What? Um, how long? How long is too long to spend writing a snarky fake Amazon? <laughs> <laughs> Judging by this, about five hours. <laughs> this guy planned his whole fucking day around writing this. <laughs> I've, I've seen I've seen longer responses on Facebook. <laughs> about the he's, uh, he's sitting at his accounting job. Just, yeah. just escaping into his own mind. Yeah, just he's got to escape from work. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah. What? That's a good what? one. Oh, that's oh, him. That's him. Thinking that's that's him writing this review. Yeah. I know I'm such a great actor, you got lost I, and forgot I, the moment. You get lost all the <laughs> time in your eyes. Mm. Yeah. You should see my butthole. <laughs> Can I read you boys one? Yes. <laughs> Five-star review from Adosian. Mm-hmm. He seems to enjoy it, but still distant as usual. My cat added this to his wish list. He seems to enjoy it, but it's still distant as usual. I suspect catnip and or pagans. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so my final review is for uh, Kleenex. Uh, Let me try that again. Kleenex. Trusted Care Everyday Facial Tissues. Q-Box. 85 tissues per box. 36 boxes. (laughs) This is a fucking palette of Kleenex. Yes. Can you do me? Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Read this dramatically. Take your time with it. Mm-hmm. Really, can put the emotion of James O. Thatch into your 
I know it. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Hold on. Because of my narcissism, I want to be a part of this. I'll do the introduction, and you take it away. Sure. Okay, well, each, here, here. Uh, you do the first two. Oh, God, it's like reading class. Uh, no, no, no. I'm just going to introduce <laughs> okay, it. He okay, can take the paragraph. Okay, this is his baby. Okay. I love it. A Mother's Struggle by James O. Thatch. <laughs> Five-star review. I want, the, I want to start this off by thanking Kleenex for selling these in 36 packs. I put it on subscription, and if they want to start selling a 72-pack, sign me up. I have three reasons for needing this much Kleenex, and their names are Liam, Samuel, and Hank. <laughs> okay, so, so let's take a pause. Yes. Um, just, but just before reading the rest of this, where do you think this is gonna go to? Where do you think this is gonna go? I think it's pretty the obvious. Kids are crying because they get in fights. They get in no, this, Liam Sandler they're, they're part of uh... taking his two balls is where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a mother's struggle, it's unless a... he's a motherfucker. Samuel L. Jackson wrote this review. <laughs> James Thatchett's his pit name. A mother's fucker. <laughs> <laughs> the autobiography by Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> a mother's fucker. Oh, I'm worried we made a funnier review than the review now. <laughs> a mother's fucker. <laughs> oh shit. Alright. So obviously her teens are part of the trash tag movie. Yes. Yeah, they're just throwing away all the Kleenex. Uh, this is how it goes in this house. <laughs> to save the environment. First, the Kleenex disappears, then the toilet paper, then they go for fabrics. And you don't want it to get there unless you're ready to invest in a five-gallon drum of Febreze. <laughs> Febreze spelled wrong. Yes. Okay, cool. Febreze. Febreze. Uh, this, is, this used to be a good... It's fabulous. This used to be a good Christian home. But it's not about moral judgment anymore. <laughs> I'm way beyond that. I'm in survival mode. <laughs> if I don't supply absorbent paper products, I'm going to find my dish towels hidden in the basement, stiff as aluminum. <laughs> stop, stop being so sexy in front of that aluminum, then. <laughs> the other day, I almost cut my hand on a sock. A sock! I am sorry to speak so frankly, but three teenage boys, a woman, has got to be practical. <sighs> the funny part is, they think they're being sneaky with their 45-minute showers and sudden need for privacy. As if I'm going to walk in, on, walk in on them, the journaling, they slink around the house like unfixed cats, while I try to announce <laughs> my location at all times. <laughs> I'm in the kitchen now! <laughs> Going into the TV room. A fucking trumpeter in the hallway. <laughs> now arriving. Mom. Lord Mother. Mother. <laughs> Hello, Mother. Uh, no one needs to ask me to knock anymore. I knock on the walls. <laughs> I, I practically wear a cowbell. Funny story. I used to wear a bell when I was a kid so my mom could find me. Uh, I'm not. Oh, we know. That story's well we documented. documented okay. I'm not looking to catch anyone's by surprise. Believe me. I'm just trying to get through this. The other day, my husband was watching me unload the grocery and he asked, all sweetness and light, honey, what are we doing with all that Kleenex? I about knocked him off his chair. <laughs> Okay, two things. Yes, sir. Uh, one, twelve thousand people found this helpful. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of people. <laughs> Truly, a revolutionary. Um, helping the masses. <laughs> what? A- uh, second, second off, 
these boys cannot stay hydrated enough uh, to jack off this they, much. Well, she's ordering Gatorade. She's got Gatorade on a subscription too. Okay, that's her problem. She's got one of those. She's got one of those fridges in the garage. Well, she's has... fueling the monster. <laughs> okay, um, you can't. Um, you can't complain about the beast if you keep feeding him. This may very well be a joke review, but I'll get serious for no, a second. That's super I'm serious. The, I am the middle brother of three brothers. None of us have jacked off this much as one of these kids. None of us <laughs> combined. There's no. There's no amount of fucking jerk and power that can that can surmount these kids power they're all just i want to know i want to know how do you know that (laughs) you guys like get together and schedule tally marks in the bathroom because i'm pretty sure i've never spoken to my brother about my jerk schedule when i was okay wait do you Uh, have a brother serious serious answer serious answer i just assume uh joke answer there was a calendar on the fridge we had to mark off every time we checked (laughs) But it's my turn Wednesday. Frank had three X's in one day. We were impressed. I'll, I'll trade my and Wednesday. He was lonely. I'll trade this. I'll trade Wednesday for your Saturday. I fucking need it Wednesday. I, dude. Fucking, I, I fucking need this right now. I, <laughs> Sally broke up with me. I don't know what I'm going to do if I don't get that Wednesday. All right. So, so Liam's spending the night at a friend's. You have to take over his, his, his day. Samuel, oh, but I, Samuel I can't. Samuel ain't working overtime on Wednesday. Yeah. Fucking, dude, it's just. I'm glad we got to talk about brothers jerking off. <laughs> but who is ordering this? Not a day goes by that I don't wish for that. Family that jerks off together stays together. That's so, the saying is. All right, by by come force because it sticks you together. <laughs> so, this thing has 169 escape. reviews, right? How many people yep. are buying fucking seven, 36 boxes of Kleenex at a time? Mothers of three jerk machines. Yes, that's about it. And then, so, yeah, 12,000 people found this helpful. Uh, Amy Webb commented on this, saying, As the mom of a six-year-old boy, I know these days are ahead, so this mom is thinking about her six-year-old son jacking off. Jesus. Which is cool. No. So she's just, like, doomsday prepping for the uh, (laughs) masturbation (laughs) apocalypse. (laughs) There's a garage full of fucking Kleenex. (laughs) That's what that show's about. You guys didn't know. Kleenex and Gatorade. Um, and then uh, she goes, Splooge Day Preppers. She goes, I know these days are ahead. I've had the talk with my husband that there were, that he will be the one to discuss cleanup with Whoa. his son and teach his son and teach his son how to do this his laundry. I just can't have that talk. The very idea of my baby boy needing private time is just more than I can take. So this mom is thinking a lot about her yeah. boy's future jack off sessions. Like too a much. Like too say. much. Like 150 characters. Too much. Pretend that shit doesn't exist. Like a sane person. Yep. 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 <laughs> Gen KM is reaching out for help with the comment dying. Somebody help Gen KM, please. Uh, somebody <laughs> <laughs> Six months ago, Gen KM, I hope you're doing fine. <laughs> Congratulations, David. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's me again. Just wanted to humbly ask you, if you're enjoying the show, be sure to tell your friends about us so we can continue to grow. And um, make sure to follow us on Twitter, at Here's Something One, for any podcast-related updates we have coming out. 
to CSB Idiots While Playing Video Games, make sure to follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Jones and on Twitter at Jones. But from our Twitch page, you can find a link to our Discord and just be inundated with our stupidity 24-7. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week.